Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Whale Nerds podcast. My name is Caitlin, and we're doing things a little bit differently during the shelter-in-place and stay-at-home orders for a lot of people out there. I am going to do what's called a mini-sode, a mini-episode. Um, since we don't have big, long episodes of sighting reports available, um, we are going to do mini episodes that are more focused on one topic, and I'm flying solo for this one, um, but it's a topic I really wanted to talk to everyone about, and if you guys have questions, um, feel free to send them to us, and we can keep working on different topics that you want to hear about. Um, I'm going to do, I think it's going to be three parts about whale song. Um, this is something that's been really interesting to me this winter season here in Maui, being able to hear it every day on the boat and hear it when I'm out snorkeling. And so I really wanted to learn more about it. And earlier this winter, I actually was in a certified interpretive guide class um, where I got a certification from the National Association of Interpreters. And the presentation I did for my certification was on whale song. So this is kind of a, an adapted version of that, and um, I want to talk first in this first part about how my thought really is that whale song saved uh, saved the whales, essentially. And so I'll talk more about how I'll, I'll make that point, and, uh, and then there's some other things that I'd like to explore about whale song throughout future mini-sodes there. Um, going to be more compact and more just uh, like a presentation on one topic. So if you have questions or you want to hear about something, let us know. But otherwise, I'm going to dive right into it um, about how a song saved a species. So science has shown us that humans forge emotional connections and form strong social bonds through music. An article by Greater Good magazine published by Berkeley University reports these four points that are some of the main ways that music social, strengthens social bonds for humans. So one is music increases contact, coordination, and cooperation with others. Two, music gives us an oxytocin boost. Oxytocin is one of those chemicals in your brain that's associated with love and emotional connection. And three, music strengthens our theory of mind and empathy. And four, Music increases cultural cohesion. So some examples of how music is used to set the tone for an event. One example is sporting events. There's always music playing during the break times. Um, another is like protests. Like um, Bob Dylan's music was played during marches and protests of the Vietnam War, during the civil rights movement. And while most of the time we use songs composed by human artists, there are some moments in history that we use songs from other species. And I'm sure you've guessed, since this is a whale podcast, that the songs from other species I'm talking about is whale song. So let's, let's think about um, where this all started. So through the first half of the 1900s, many countries participated in commercial whaling. And as whale stocks were dwindling, public opinions about whaling were starting to change. In 1966, a scientist named Roger Payne and others recorded humpback whale song off the coast of Bermuda. And in 1970, the recording was actually made available to the public on a vinyl record. It was called Songs of the Humpback Whale. When Roger was interviewed about making the recording, he said, quote, These sounds 
are with no exception that I can think of the most evocative, most beautiful sounds made by any animal on earth, unquote. And so I'll play um, a little clip, which you can actually find this on YouTube. I'll share the link to it as well on our Facebook page of the original um, recording. I'll share a little bit Rogers talking over the beginning of the, the music so that you get a little context of what that, that first whale song released to the public sounded like. Well, the one with Roger talking is not available on YouTube like I could find during my presentation, um, but that's okay. Basically, he's just talking about these are humpback whales off the coast of Bermuda in the springtime, making their migration northward from um, the breeding grounds. So these are North Atlantic humpback whales that were originally recorded. Um, and shortly after this record was released, musicians actually started incorporating whale recordings into their own songs. One of the first examples is Judy Collins with her song Farewell to Tarwapi. And the song of the whales is even played during anti-whaling protests and marches. And just to get a sense of kind of what it sounds like, I'll play a clip of the Judy Collins song until you can hear the, the whale song come in during the chorus. So you can hear the whale song a little bit in the background, and that is actually also part of um, Roger's original recording. He was approaching some musicians at the beginning, asking them you know, to help publicize this um, new recording and get it out to the people, and that was one of the ways to do it, was to combine um, with musicians this new way to present information to people. Of course, this was pre-internet, so this is 1970, and uh, yeah, Judy Collins is one of the artists that took it on. There were a few others shortly after her, 
And really the whales had sang their way into our hearts. Just one year later from the album release in 1970, the U.S. stopped whaling in 1971. And in 1972, the Marine Mammal Protection Act passed and was signed into law. We had changed from looking at whales as a resource to exploit to a commodity that was worth the utmost protection in the United States. And to quote Roger Payne, he said, Do you make cat food out of composer poets? I think that's a crime. And uh, many places, not just in the U.S., but around the world, started to really change their mind. Uh, one of the former directors of Greenpeace, Rex Weiler, said that when whale song was um, said whale song was a huge factor in convincing us that whales were an intelligent species here on planet Earth and actually made music, made art, and created an aesthetic. So I have a question for us all. If we hadn't made whale song available to the public back then, would we have the success stories we have now for the whales? The fascination with whale song has continued over time. In 1977, when NASA was preparing to send Voyager 1 and 2 into space, they made the Golden Disc. And the Golden Disc is a recording, on the Golden Disc is a recording called The Murmurs of the Earth. And it has 55 human languages, sounds of waves crashing on the, crashing on the shoreline, and humpback whale song. If extraterrestrial life found Voyager 1 or 2, they needed to know that we had singing whales on our planet. Voyager 1 and 2 are still traveling around the universe and have actually left our solar system. So whale song can not only be found in the depths of the sea, but also the far reaches of space. In 1979, National Geographic included a copy of the 1970 vinyl record with their magazine, Songs of the Humpback Whale, is the best-selling environmental album in history, selling over 100,000 copies and eventually going multi-platinum. Now, we still don't know why they sing, but I'm sure glad they did. And humpback whales did make the most famous of songs, and they still are the most well-known species um, for song, but they are not the only ones who sing. So in other parts of these mini-sode topics um, on whale song, I want to talk about current research about why we think they sing, um, spoiler alert, we don't really know, but we have some pretty good theories that people are working on. Um, and then I want to talk about some other mysticite species that do sing. Um, and I'll post all the resources I, I tracked down to research this topic um, on our Facebook page. That's kind of our best go-to place for um, information sharing. It's one of the easier platforms to share a whole bunch of different modes of, of uh, resources. So... If you guys have questions, you can send it to us on our Instagram or on Facebook. And uh, if you have other suggestions for topics, that would be awesome. Otherwise, stay safe and healthy out there. And um, I'll put up another part of this mini-sode soon. Thanks!